Well, well, we're back. We're back. This is Martin Wills with Chris Lito, Lito Files, and we had an exciting day. It was beyond expectations, if you ask me. The whole thing, the whole experience was just surreal. Uh, we, uh, I should say, I got in line. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 5 40 a.m. You got, you got the word. Yeah. We had a plan. Yeah. Uh, we had a plan. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Chris didn't wake up. Chris did not but, wake up. Yeah, they were, anyway, he was going to call if uh, if people were showing up in line. We're going to get a call. Yep. yep. So we did this really interesting thing as we were across the street from the building because that building opened up earlier. And then we went inside and went down through a tunnel into the Rayburn building. And then once we got there, we, we stood in line and we were the first uh basically block of people that got there. We watched other people like waltz in at nine o'clock and get front row seats where we waited, you know, all that time. But anyway, uh, and there was a, there was an issue where some people cut in line in front of us and we almost did not get yeah, in. We almost did. And if I didn't speak up, we would have not gotten in. But I said, Hey, these people right there, they were, they got here at seven. I was here at five forty, and the guy listened to me luckily. And, uh, he let us in. So we got in, my producer, Donna, and I, Chris, yeah. uh, we got the last. I barely seats. snuck in. Like they, they said, stop. And I, no. And then, oh, there's one more seat at the end. And then I went in. Yeah. yeah and that was yeah. it. Boy, was that close. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things. Um, let's see. Let me just, uh, I have something I forgot to remove here. Okay. Um, and let me just finish this and back again. So a couple of things. Uh I was I've been speaking with Randall Nickerson uh, of the Ariel Phenomenon movie, the uh, great filmmaker, good friend. And uh, he I, I talked to him last night and I said, well, where are you now? And he said, I'm in front of the building. And I said, well, what are you going to do? And he says, I'm staying here. He got there and stayed there overnight just to get He was first in line. And uh, so. When people were at, like the reporters were coming up along the line, and, and by the way, we both got on uh, interviewed by CNN. Yes, they were well. looking <laughs> for Martin, and Chris jumped in. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I literally I stepped in front of the camera. Actually, yeah. they were handing the microphone to Martin, and I stepped in front. Yeah, and, uh, what a ham! But anyway, uh, so we both were interviewed by CNN. But anyway. Yeah. Reporters and I said, "Well, do you want to speak to someone interesting? You know, there's uh, Daniel Sheehan, the lawyer, Harvard lawyer. Uh, there's you know these different people standing in line, and uh, and Daniel agreed to be on the show later on in a couple of months. But uh, so I'd say, oh, you gotta you gotta go talk to Randall Nickerson. He he was here. He was the first one here, and he's a filmmaker. So he said to me, you know, during the or just before we went in, he goes, all these people are asking me, you know, like, were you really the first one here?" <laughs> So anyway, here's a clip of, of uh, Randy, Randall Nickerson. Well, first of all, Randall, it's always a pleasure to see you. You too, Martin. Yeah, and uh, I love your hat. Thanks. I've got the same hat <laughs> and shirt. But uh, so tell me, we were in touch last night. What time, when did you start standing in line here? Nine o'clock. Last night. Last night. Last night. And how did you know to go to this side of the building so we can go through the tunnel and get there a little bit earlier? I didn't figure that out until somebody had mentioned something here, but I knew this was the quickest way into the building, but at 7.30. But I found out from these guys that 
it's actually you can get in at seven, go through the tunnel underneath. Yeah. Well, I'm getting in line at seven. Yeah. That was that's awesome. So, how is your film doing these days? It's getting there. It's getting a lot of theatrical attention, which is great. It's kind of been a movie that you know was made for theaters. Right. So yeah. We're just trying to get it around the world in theaters. That's and you were just cool. in Tennessee. Last Tennessee. We just had a really awesome. Uh, uh, screening in Tennessee. Yeah, it was great. great. So it's funny, when I was walking around the building, I talked to some guy and he said, yeah, there's someone over there that everybody knows. And I said, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but it's glad to, I'm glad to be here to just uh, represent, you know, support these guys that are taking the risk to testify and they're some of our best guys. And I, I just really appreciate it. And that's why I'm here is just to support yeah, those people good. for the for what they're doing, which is trying to bring out the truth, and uh, so we can evolve a little bit. You know. Yeah, you have good. You have high hopes for this hearing, or do you think it'll help push things along where more people come forward? I think it'll bring. I think it'll. I, I don't know how fast this will move, but I do believe that it, it, every little bit helps at this point. And there's just so many credible people coming forward at this time it's uh i think it's just inevitable that we're we're entering a new kind of uh paradigm of you know um realizing we're not alone yeah that's huge oh yeah it's just a huge the historic biggest, moment the biggest story or whatever the biggest yeah. question answered yeah so hopefully it'll be answered and I think it's exciting because then we can ask more questions because we don't know very much about what's even happening. Yeah. Really. We don't even know the right questions to ask until right. we know more. We don't have the vocabulary for a lot of these things. So. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Well, great to see you as always. You too as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, always always fun to talk. And I just we just found out he's in the same hotel I am, so we're going to hang out tonight. It'll be a lot of fun. So it was, uh, you know, I'm going to play some more clips as we go along here, but it was really just amazing to be here in person, to get in that door, you know, and then standing in line, it was fun. Uh, all oh, very these, fun. The time went by. It was new you and new me and, you know, yeah, yeah. Did a lot of selfies and, you know, uh, that was a lot of fun meeting with a lot of, a lot of people uh, uh, right down the line. There was, yep. there were hundreds of people. As far, as far as I could see down, thousands, I heard thousands outside the building when we were going in. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Just that alone, that's a statement right there that when all these people showed up from all over, it was really, really quite amazing. And, you know, we got in at uh, 10 minutes of, and I just wanted to let everyone know that I filmed the entire hearing. Yes. So uh, I wanted to do it from, a bystander or someone in the audience what it was like to be there and unfortunately it's kind of the back of the heads but sometimes a profile of uh david grush and ryan graves and uh david fravor uh but i i captured them and the people asking the questions all from inside the room so i'm going to premiere that um probably tomorrow night i gotta edit it put it together but it's over two hours it might be kind of boring for a lot of people but i'm still going to run it and I'll be in the chat room. So I'm going to say tomorrow night, Thursday at 8 p.m. I'm going to put that video out. And uh, it may be boring for some that already watched the hearing. Or, uh, you know, it may be interesting to see from a different perspective.
But um, so I, I just want to ask you, Chris, there was one yeah. phrase that David Grush said very, very loud. And we both we both got to meet David, which was very. Yeah, very it was quickly, awesome. But, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the one phrase that he said very loudly, I don't know if you were watching the hearing, if you caught that, but he said non-human bodies. The bodies, yeah, yes. Talked about the bodies. Yeah. Very clearly said it very loudly that they were non-human. He wanted to make that very, very clear that that's what, um, not yep. that he saw, but that of what he knows about. And he you knew know. where the locations were. Yes. And he said he had already passed those locations and the people that had firsthand knowledge of it to, you know, to. Yeah, the, they already have that information. There's a lot of information, of course, that David Grush could not talk about um, that, but. He has already spoken to other people about it then, and that should, I think, should spark debate enough for people to get really interested in getting this thing moving along. I mean, I feel uh, maybe it's different because I was in the audience, and we were both in the audience, hmm. but it feels like this is really something moving, and I heard a lot of people saying yeah. the same thing. I did a tour afterwards, actually. Yeah. But, uh, so Sarah, thanks to Sarah, a moderator for UAP Society, she couldn't get in. She was right behind me. I know. She was they closed the door, and I was like, people, no. Those people <laughs> had in line. They did, yeah. And she couldn't get in. She was yeah. great. It was uh, too bad. Yeah, but luckily there was another uh, patron, and he waited, and they and then yeah, he got in. So you, you could yeah. wait, and that's a, it was a capacity thing of the room. That's um, right. That's right. So just a couple of things. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, clips of Burchett last night, live during the show, we heard about a tweet that he was bounced out of, uh, of chairing the meeting. So uh, someone uh, right beside me asked him the question and here's his answer. What happened last night? There was some stuff going around on Twitter. It seems like the hearing's moving forward still. Or... We're still doing the hearing. Let's don't let that be a distraction. So what the you... bottom line is we've got three great witnesses and we need transparency. We need the government to trust us. Quit saying we need more money to study this. Look, NASA's had it. The Pentagon's had it. Every defense department has had it. Turn loose the files. American public can handle it. I think it's time to, to release the files. Any additional pushback in the, in the past? Sorry, that's all I caught of that. But I did want to say something because it's kind of funny. And for those of you who have been following me for years, you'll know that I sometimes have a few technical issues. So uh, I had my uh, lapel mic and I had a spare lapel mic and uh, Tim Burchett put it on this morning at just before 6 a.m. He was he showed up in front of the line and thanked everybody and we were thanking him. And so I asked him if I could talk to him and put on this lapel mic. And he looks down at my I had a podcast UFO, uh, you know, uh, media badge. And he looks down at it and he said, oh, yeah, you've been around for a long time doing that. You know, like so he knew who I was, which was really cool. Yeah. And then I asked him all these questions and the whole entire time. I did not have did, I forgot to push record. So <laughs> so I never got it. Yeah, I did and, that a couple of times. I mean, it's just part of the game. Yeah, and it's yeah. so. Yeah. But anyway, I did. I did catch a, a, a few, uh, you know. There was a couple of times that he did answer a couple of questions and I've got a lot of clips. This is just part of the clips here. Um, and there's an, another one. I'll run that in a minute. But uh, I just wanted to run this right now. Uh, where is. Oh, yes, this is a, this was an interesting moment where Chris hyped up in the room. 
Thank you. Thank you. The heroes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. thanks, you. They get a good applause. Yeah, they walked in deserves. quiet, and uh, yeah. I I really felt like somebody just had to say something. So yeah. I just said, thank you, your heroes. And, yeah. and then people started clapping, and they, yeah. and they looked really appreciative, actually, at, or at least yeah. at, the, at the crowd, you know? Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 That was cool. That's great. And uh, I thought uh, it was really interesting. You know, uh, someone said, well, did you hear anything new? Well, you know, we sort of heard different angles on things we may have already known. Uh, do you, can you think of anything? You know, it seems like David Fravor said a couple of things that I thought was pretty spectacular. I remember the so I, yeah, I was running the live stream as well while we're in there. So I was I was on the live stream, which was double the record of my previous live stream, oh my which goodness. was the yeah. NASA hearings. Yeah, and that was double the record of my previous. Yeah. So there's huge, huge demand. But I was on the live stream in in the hearing room. Right. <laughs> it was amazing. So did you hear anything? Did you hear anything? I, I was paying attention, uh, but yeah, it was kind of difficult. They kept asking, "Where are you? You know, are you really there?" Because uh, they they couldn't see us. Oh, um, that's right. I did notice some things. Uh, the the Eglin case. They mentioned uh, specifically what happened there about the. I think there were six lights, and they have it on video on FLIR. Oh yes, um, yes, that's so right. That was a totally that was new Ryan case. Graves talked about that. Yeah, right? yeah. So he brought in yeah. some new things, and it uh, actually was the congressman asked and brought up this kid yeah. thing. He knew about the in lights. His state in his state of Florida was it? Oh, I can't I remember can't, where I, where he said where it was. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, but it was his state, and that's why yeah. I so that to was talk a, about it. that was a completely new case. Um, yeah. I thought that was interesting, and there was no names that you know. I was listening specifically because Tim Birch had said, "Hey, you know." Um, Grush is prepared to name names, right? Yeah. So I was like waiting for names, and really the only name came from AOC, who basically outed or doxed Boeing, you know, and she said uh -huh. Boeing, you know, so she released that information. You know, they didn't say any names, um, but she said you you mentioned previously, I believe, about Boeing. Um, I thought that was that was new as well. Uh, the bodies, really, where he just said specifically, we have. Non-human yeah, bodies. Non-human. Biologics. We have, we have biologics, he mentioned. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was like questioned from that. And that's when he spoke really loud. Non-human. Yeah. He wanted to make that. Yeah. They really asked, clear. he said biologics. And, yeah. and she said, is that human or something? I said, that's non-human non biologics. Yeah. And I know where they are. Uh, and I passed all those locations. So multiple locations. Um, yeah. I thought that was, that was quite interesting. Those are the big, big points I noted. That's right. That's right. Well. I would like to play this clip because um, I was standing uh, around after after the hearing, and um, I saw this priest, and so I thought, well, interesting. This is an interesting person to be here. So I, I interviewed him, and here's this. Uh, it's a quick. Thank you so much for being willing to talk. Absolutely. And yes. I'm, I'm sorry to the listeners for the background noise here. Nothing I can do about it. So, uh, your name, please? My name is uh, Father Matthew Gray. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And Thank I want you. to find out why are you here at the uh, UAP hearing? Because if, if this is true, which I personally believe it is true, uh, this is life-changing. This is, this is something that is not a, an American issue. Um, it's, it's, it's a global issue. It's a human issue. Yes. Um, and truth is truth. Truth needs to be known as much as 
uh, anything else we have a right to know and yep. kind of delve into uh, yeah. the implications of it. And this affects everything. Right. And um, so I know you're not speaking for the church. Right. Not speaking for the church. Just uh, came here on my own volition. Yep. I am a category Catholic priest and yep. I wanted to, to know more about yep. the, the hearing. Yeah. And what do you think about what the Pope has said over the years about the possibility of extraterrestrial life? The church has always been open to it. Uh, anything that exists does exist because God created it. Uh, so why would he not have created non-human intelligences uh, other than ourselves, you know? Um, it further shows his goodness, his creativity, and the goodness of God. So the church has always been open to the possibility. In fact, um, Pope St. John Paul II was doing an interview, you know, with a, a greeting line, and a little girl came up to him, and she asked him straight out, uh, Holy Father, um, do aliens exist? And he could have said no. Um, he could have said, oh, that's silly. But he just stopped what he was doing, turned to the little girl, and said, don't ever forget, they're created by God and should love also. And I thought that was beautiful. That's the essence yeah. of Christianity, right? It's the essence of our faith, to love one another and, and to treat each other with respect. Um, yeah. So I think that was, I'm looking forward to the church going, talking out more openly, uh, especially as we ourselves learn more about it. Now, um, the observatories, the uh, Catholic Church has amazing observatories, do, yes. one in Rome and one yeah. in the United States. And do you know anything about, have you ever, ever heard anything about, uh, I forget the name of the father that's the astronomer. I forget his name too. It's yeah. 2006 and 2016, two different statements that, um, that came out about, you know, if aliens do exist, then that just further shows God's creativity and his goodness, you know, that yeah. it is possible. So it does not rule that out at all. And I think there was something about baptizing them too. Did I hear that once? I hadn't heard that one. That yeah. would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's a pleasure you meeting you and thank you for yeah. coming. And I'm glad you have the curiosity. Absolutely. Stay curious and um, thank you for asking. You bet. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, what did you think of that? That's a great yeah. clip. Thank, yeah. thank Matthew. Uh, I hope you. I can show that again on uh, on my channel if you're oh, okay yeah, with sure. that. That yeah, was awesome. Too. Thanks for coming. Yes, and uh, so I, I tried to find the quote, and it was uh, Pope Francis on May fourteenth, two thousand fourteen. He basically said uh, he he preached that he would baptize Martians. That's what he said. It was so not exactly aliens, or uh, there is another quote where he said that he would absolutely baptize an alien from Mars. So that's what he was talking about. So maybe, maybe it has to be in the same solar system. Same. <laughs> no, but uh, I, think it doesn't I, thought, matter, I, thought, yeah. I thought that priest had a very good message, really. Yeah, it was I great. I think that should be the message. And yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know how you could argue with that. Um, yeah. There's this weird thing, and I'm almost afraid to talk about it, but I've heard it so many times where the word love is used. And when it comes to messages and things like that mm. i know that sounds kind of weird yeah but that's kind of like uh what um a lot have alluded to is kind of like the greater meaning of everything so maybe it is i don't know it's certainly a lot better than uh killing yes <laughs> anger hate yeah all that <laughs> envy stuff. yeah know? yeah a lot of the near the near-death experiences yeah they, they talk of this amazing un unquestionable love yeah 
and then they right. don't want to come back. Nobody wants to come yeah. back, essentially, I don't because it's them. so yeah. loving over there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it seems like it is something you know that people think is a is a core tenet of you know life, I guess. Right yeah. now, Chris, what did you think about the questions that were asked today? I, yeah, I mean, there's so there's so broad a subject. You know, if I went to think of questions, I didn't even really put in any good questions. You know, it, it was so broad. I I don't know. Um, I thought they did a great job, actually. I thought there was yeah. a good a good mix where some of some of the congressmen just batted out the questions. You know, right? Like yes, no. Let's get. I only have five minutes. I need to yeah. get in as many questions as I can. And they was asking them all to answer at the same time, basically. That yeah, was it was like. One two three, one two three. So yeah. I, I like the, the the volume of questions. I thought was yeah. was good. You know. Now the the one I feel like I want to criticize a little bit from. I'm trying to remember who, where he was from. He said he was a skeptic, which is fine. There, I uh, Gates. Gates. No, it wasn't Gates. Uh, it wasn't Gates. It was the guy uh, outside Gates. Uh, I yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember where he was from. I thought he said the show me state. That's what he said. Burleson. That's Burleson. Burleson. Burleson was the. He was the. The, the the other guy on their conference on Friday, if you remember, he talked. It was Moskowitz, uh, Luna, uh, Burchett, and then Burleson actually talked then. He okay. talked about he's, uh, you know, he comes at it from a skeptical angle, et cetera. Yeah. But I mean, he said something like, well, how could they get here if they're billions of light years away? Well, they're not necessarily, well, the nearest star is four light years away. It doesn't have to be billions of, I think he yeah. was just trying to say that it's such a vast. Exactly. Space. I know a lot. Of, I noticed that in my live stream, a lot of people picked up on that. And yeah. you, even you said it, you were, yeah. you were filming and you leaned over like, yeah, uh, you know, such thing as derogatory commenters, yeah, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I noticed immediately in the stream, I was getting the same thing <laughs> that this guy's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. um, when I was listening, uh, I didn't, I just thought he was making a you know a statement like yeah it's a lot of like exaggerating further yeah. than we can imagine or something yeah um, which is true i mean it really yeah. is true i mean i've said before um you know talking to an astrophysicist if the uh if the sun was the size of a basketball the earth would be the size of a ball and a ball tip uh pen on a ball tip pen hmm. be that size next to it and the nearest if that if that sun and the Earth were in the range of say Washington D.C. where we are now, uh, the nearest star would be San Francisco. Hmm. That's a scale. I know it's hard to imagine. Yeah, it's so hard to picture things as a human. You know how you know vast space and like we were talking about last night. What is a trillion dollars type of thing? It's hard to yeah imagine these big numbers. But when you put them in that perspective, you can kind of get an idea of the vastness of how the nearest star would be that far away. So, but yeah. you know, they, wherever they're coming from, uh, they figured it out, whether it's interdimensional, whether it is somehow folding space time or <laughs> whatever the, the, you know, there could be any number of answers to, to exactly what they are or yeah. a combination. Well, for me, it's, you, you have to assume faster than light travel, really. I mean, based on everything, how could they come from billions of light years away is, they're using a method of travel that we can't understand or comprehend, and it's faster than how we understand things can possibly move. You know, yeah. that, that's what I understand. So it doesn't matter if it's, you know, 10 light years away or a billion light years away. Um, it, the fact that they're getting here means that they're using some method that's different than just light 
flashing a flashlight, you know, because otherwise it would take forever. You know, it takes eight minutes from light to get from the sun to here. Right. So uh, yeah. you, you couldn't get anywhere in the t how we understand time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's, a you know, the the other possibility is a manipulation of time somehow. Yes. You know, I mean, but just something yeah. that we can't understand. Exactly. And, and then if you can manipulate time, then then your speed limit, right? Your limits on. So we measure speed is distance over time. Right. So if you're changing the time, you're changing the denominator of this equation, then it breaks everything out of the window, too. So, yeah, if they can manipulate time, then they can manipulate speed yeah. of light because, yeah, that's how we, we measure distances with time, you know, so. Yeah. Are we yeah. overthinking this? We might be. We know. could be overthinking. We could be just having no sleep and super yeah. jet lag and just uh, yeah, yeah, talking. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I was impressed by how many congressmen there were. Yeah, you know. Yes. In the other briefings, it was literally you know there were three congressmen there, you know, like three senators or two, you know, sitting up there, and then there was one more maybe asking a question. In this, it was congressmen came and left. You know, uh, AOC came, uh, other ones came, and then. So it's really like a lot of congressmen were in, were invested in this. And when I got a yeah. tour afterwards, I got a tour afterwards with um, Congressman Fry. He's uh, uh, he's from South Carolina, and talking to their aides, they asked serious questions like, "Well, what did you learn from this? You know, where should we look? You know, what should we be yeah. thinking about?" Um, and they, and they seemed like surprised. they seemed really willing to take some type uh, of action. willing. And they said it's yeah. really changed, like the last two weeks. Yes, that's what I thought. Is the last two weeks is it they said this became big i mean they were completely serious there was no joking around or anything yeah um they were very serious so i, I really feel like it, we saw a shift i it felt like it was different when we were there like yeah talking to the staffers um yeah something definitely changed yeah 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 i'm i'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty optimistic and oh hey i see someone in chat thank you for joining live i got a very nice email uh, from Sweden. And uh, yes, thank you for joining in the chat. Uh, anyway, uh, it was really, really surreal being there. And the, 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 the thing of it is, I, I keep kind of pinching myself because we we're so close to not getting in. Yes, those people. <laughs> we we're so close. <laughs> so close. And uh, took every precaution possible. I mean, uh, someone was trying to stay in line for you overnight was that true it was uh, one of my patrons said he was there and would trade with me i mean what a nice guy yeah amazing yeah dedicated so he guys. stayed there all night for you or more or less i think he said he got there at midnight <laughs> this is john man thank you yeah. i know he's yeah we there's some it. passionate people out there i will yeah. say and um i appreciate it um I, we didn't need it uh but he, he would have trade he told me he would have traded for sarah actually oh. who was stuck outside yeah. um and and he looked and and I looked, but she had gone. So yeah, no, there's yeah, that's, that's too thank bad. Thank the patrons, um, yeah. you know. And I I feel really bad for the so many people that didn't make it in. Yeah, hundred. Um, they she said it was exciting though. So she was the yeah. first one into the. There was a a flow of a room, and that's where everybody was watching it on TV. Oh, I see. And she said it was still very exciting. Um, yeah, really exciting. Yeah. So, I, but it's it, it yeah to be there in person. It was yeah. just really uh, surreal. That's the only word I can think to say about it. It was, it was fascinating how they they did their, you know, how they everything operated and so smoothly and everything, uh, and it was really astounding. I really thought that uh, 
it was one of the highlights since I've been doing the show. It's got to be maybe the highlight since That's I've awesome. done the show. Yeah, because you know, I'm so glad you were there, to be honest, you know, because you know everybody, you know, so yeah. he's just telling me you know, over there. And yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, CNN comes over. They're like, we need to talk to Martin. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah so it was it was really exciting, I, I have to say. And we saw Jeremy Corbell. He, it was it was crazy when they when he came in, too, because, you know, we're all oh waiting God, in line for so hours. Funny. We're and, waiting in line and, this, and they come this TV crew, Yeah, an entourage comes with lights, lights and people. cameras. And yeah, and we look and, and inside and there's Nap, George, George Knapp. Knapp and Jeremy Corbell walking yeah. out. He was cool. I said, hey, Jeremy. And yeah. he and he came over and yeah. like, gave me a hug. And oh, I, I had never met him. I filmed um, that, actually. I've worked with him. Um, so it, it was good. He was, he was very friendly. It was good. Cool. Yeah. It was good to see. Uh, yeah. And Leslie Kane got to shake her hand. That yeah. was I read half of her book on the way here. Oh, and I was right? like, I'll probably meet her surviving death. Um, oh, that one. Yeah. It's, it yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. Amazing book. It is. I read that book too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was good to see her. I we when I was talking to her, I said, how long has it been? It's been 2013 since the last time we actually saw each other face to face, but it was good. And I was hoping to record a clip with her, but I just I just ran out of time. I had to get back here and get these clips going, hmm. you know, so I could get them into the show. We only have I, I think we only have we got to we got to check out here and um, say about 15 minutes. And then what we're going to do is and I'll put a link uh, in the chat here. And just saying basically where to go on Chris's show. He's going hmm. live um, at five o'clock Eastern time. And yeah, so we'll put that, you put that right in the chat yep. and uh, we'll get that going uh, right before we leave. So I'm going to join him for however long that goes over there. Uh, so we may, you may see the same clips again, but uh, there's going to be, uh, Chris has a very large audience. You've really grown that audience. Wonderful. And um, so there'll be a lot of people in there. If you want to join in the chat over there, that'll be fun. That's over at the Lido Files on YouTube. Yeah, thanks. I, I And I haven't shared to this so I need to share, uh, tell oh, people you that better. we're live now. You better. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. I'll talk. Right. Okay. I got it. So while he's doing that, I'm going to play uh, this clip here of uh, Representative Burchett. Always, man. That's, as I said, in the Baptist Church, we say the devil's trying to keep us from this. This is just, this is what happens. You're over the target. They get it. They're over the target. They get it. They know we're over the target. And all these people get it. And they're not going away. This will just get bigger and bigger. And the American public, in the world, actually, I met some fella from Denmark. I mean, people are out here at 4.30 in the morning, that guy, man. Let's get to the bottom of it. This is just the start. Jeremy, you got to go. What's up? No, this is like rare rabbit, dude. They just fell into our trap. They did exactly what I knew they would do and what they've always done. They hit, they run through the American public. We're the taxpayers. We pay their salary. The military, the industrial war complex, they does not run us. We run them. We've got to take control of it. Yeah. All right. It is bipartisan, 100%. My best, Terry Boston, is hardcore Democrat. He is he's excellent. He's, he's, God gave him an incredible mind, and he is going to be he's going to be awesome. What did you say to that? We don't see a lot of bipartisanship on Capitol Hill. Because this isn't a partisan issue. This is bipartisan. Look, we're sick of this. Both 
parties, and we know our parties, the leadership is lying to us about this thing. Let's get on with it. What do you say to people who say that that, that Grush is not credible? He's a decorated veteran. That's what people in Washington, D.C. say, but I'll guarantee you in Tennessee and all these people, they don't say that. Because these gutless guys that sit behind a a desk all day and order our kids into war, I have no time for that bunch. He's an American citizen. He's he's put up with a lot of nonsense to be here. Last question. What do you say to those who say that everything he heard is secondhand and not firsthand like your other two witnesses? Well, our other two witnesses are going to go with that. He's going to name names, and that's all we need. This is a start. Like I said, we're not going to bring in any little green men. We're not going to bring a dadgum flying saucer in there, but we're going to bring the people in, and they're going to swear under oath. This is the first time that's going to happen. All right. It's a start. It's a start. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, what do you think? Another amazing I, I, everything he I says, love what that like, guy is saying you know i mean put all politics aside whether you like the person or do not like the person what they are doing uh for this topic is amazing so that's how i, I look at that and uh so one of the things he said and i do have when i uh videoed in the uh hearing itself is when they took the oath and that is something that's not taken lightly we shouldn't take that lightly for anything they said today they said everything they said mm-hmm. under oath which is um you know if you lie under oath and you're caught you know mm-hmm. it's serious you know we're talking i believe we're talking prison time isn't it possible i would assume yeah it must be yeah yeah so anyway but uh, so we're going to take some questions uh, in the chat. If you have any questions, I have just uh, I believe I, that is it for the clips. I have one one at the finale. But uh, anyway, it was uh, it was a lot of a lot of fun. But if you have any questions, I think personally, I do think that things we're going to see a little bit of snowballing because of this. And yes, uh, I think this is a good a good point to watch. Uh, AOC and Matt Gates both come together and something was huge. And that's right. They are They They both asked extremely good questions. I thought they both did. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, AOC's aim was the corporation, you know, what is the illegal link between the corporations? Yeah. And uh, that was one other detail that I thought was important of, that was mentioned was how they're hiding the money. Right. Yes. They asked, you know, how, yeah. and he said, it's a misappropriation of funding. And basically that, and and then the the congressman explained because I think they had talked about it before. Is does that mean they overcharge the government for regular items? You know, why do we have a fifteen thousand dollar toilet seat? Yeah, you know, it's because NASA's using that you know, or whatever. To, but that's the idea. So they overcharge the government. These same companies, and that's how they're paying them. Basically, right. That was the idea. Misappropriation of funds. That yeah. was interesting. Yeah. So we have to save up some of this for. Uh, Chris's show. So if you have any yeah. questions, please put them in caps right now. Get them out to you because otherwise we're going to be closing the show here in a couple of minutes. And uh, I do want to thank everyone that has shown up today. 
And let's see. Yeah, who else is? Do you know that? Yes. He, yeah, he's the Navy uh, physicist. The Navy he has physicist. the Pais effect. I've, wow. I think I've asked to interview him. I could try. I would love to talk to Salvatore Pais. Yep. Salvatore Pais. Yeah, he has the Pais effect. That was oh. those three Navy patents. Remember the, the, the whole thing with the Navy patents? And oh, it, yeah. It looks like a, you know, a spacecraft. Yeah. And yeah. he talks about uh, uh, zero point energy, essentially. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So pretty interesting. Well, you know, I, I thought I thought they that Commander Fravor said a lot of very interesting things today. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to explore, like, could these in any way possibly be, you know, a man-made object that he was seeing. And he very, you know, he very carefully talked basically and just like, there's no real way, you know, he saw it up close enough to say that it was smooth, no rivets or anything, you know. And uh, he did say when he was able to look at the Fleur video later and do a close-up, he could see the appendages uh, that were underneath it, hmm. um, you know, that type of thing. But it seemed to me that they were trying to get him to say that it's possible in some type of way that it could have been either an adversaries or some or some equipment that we don't know of. Or, you know, I think there was something else uh, later on. Someone else questioned kind of the same thing. Could it have could these they were questioning Grush. I forget who it was. But they said something along the lines, is it possible that it could have been, you know, an adversaries or a project that we're unaware of? And that's the type of craft that it is instead of a non-human craft. Mm. Did you see how they were trying to sort of not manipulate, but trying to Mm. get at every angle? And, you know, that's that is, you know, of course, what uh, a skeptic should do is question and try to figure out, um, you know, uh, a real answer. Just something that could be ex- more explainable. Here's a question here. Thank you for that, William. What do you both speculate will be the next steps? Hmm. Uh, it sounds like the next step will be, I heard, September for Senate Senate hearings. Yeah. That seems like the next big um, push will be for the Senate hearings. Yeah. September, October. I heard that from the staffs mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, so it sounds like that'll be the next major event, I think. Yeah. Well, I I, I think... I have a feeling that we're going to hear from more witnesses, and I am hopeful, this is what I hope, is that we hear from firsthand witnesses um, mm. instead of, you know, that I'm talking about what David Grush has, is talking about. And I would love if that did happen. That would really be uh, an excellent, I mean, that would change everything if those people came forward. Really, it would change everything. You'd have yeah, to admit I, no. that we are being visited by otherworldly, whether it's interdimensional or wherever it's from. It's not from here. That type of thing. Yeah, I think that's what I see is that the the Congress, the staffers, everyone seems to now actually take it seriously. That yeah. was kind of my impression is that. Right. You know, because you had what I learned is you have these subcommittees, Mm -hmm. right, that are actually looking into this and they have the secret clearances, you know, to actually look into it. But that's a small group of actually the Congress, you know, there's 435 people in the Congress. And that's not even the full oversight committee because they kept saying the staffers were saying, oh, the House Oversight Committee is the full committee. 
and this was just a smaller subcommittee underneath. So what what I kind of see that is is spreading out, and and David Grush mentioned a few times that he could give this information, and he's readily ready to give the information, but he needs a secure environment, which they mentioned was a skiff. It's a special a special compartmented information facility. Um, yeah, and that's, I, I don't know the difference between a SAP and a, what's required, this, these weird security requirements, uh, but either way, it's a secure environment. And they said uh, they didn't have one. Remember, Birch at, at the beginning of the hearing said we couldn't even schedule a skip for this. Um, mm -hmm. Like they couldn't go immediately after and have a, a secure facility available. But Gresh said, I will tell you all of that, you know, happily. Uh, we just need it. We need a secure environment. It's finally on CNN now. Yes. I was hoping that's another thing. The person asked, what, what do we hope or whatever will happen out of this? Yeah. And I, um, my, one of my hopes is that, you know, I can actually talk to a friend somewhere else. Heard of it. In the world. And say, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. Finally, instead of, uh, you know, News Nation's done a great job. They took this serious. I'm glad they did. But it's taken its time to get into the mainstream media. Uh, right yeah. here, this question, uh, Tony, what is your take on the mm -hmm. Holman rule? The congressman threatened threatened to use, and that's basically cutting back on funds. Of uh, say, if uh, someone has a crashed a crashed craft, basically, mm. and they're not going to uh, they're not going to ex expose the fact that they do. Here's the question I have about that: is how how would they know if they're not if they're going to deny that they have the yeah. company denies that they have something? How are they going to know that they do or do not? It's going to take a whistleblower inside of that yes. organization. Yeah, really. So uh, I, I think, I think that's a good thing. They should threaten to use that if um, mm. there's if if they need to. Yeah, that's it. The information flow to the to the mainstream, and and really protecting the whistleblowers. You know, I really want to see that because, and they said, and this was new as well because David Grush, uh, we knew he had reprisals against him. But right. we just didn't know what it was. Were they just, he mentioned they slammed the door in my face. It, you know, is that what they did? Did they just slam the door in the face or did they threaten to kill you and your family? You know, that was the question. Yeah. And he said very clearly, uh, and it was Luna asked, you know, do you fear for your life? And he said, yes. Yeah. So that was a, that was definitely new information um, that yep. he thought he was, he feared for his life. And that's the reason he, it wasn't just, you know, I, oh, my security clearances were taken away. Uh, yeah. You know, I think. So that was interesting right. new information. So I would love to see protection for these people. I mean, that that information dispersing. So this this information, like you said, getting out so we don't have to explain it again to someone else. Yeah. I don't meet more and more people. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard of this? Oh my yeah. God, you know. Um, so that that would be great. And then protecting these the whistleblowers. You know? Yeah. That's the only because how are you gonna how are you gonna have transparency if literally the people that know the information will not or cannot bring it out? That's right. You're not going to have it. So protecting the whistleblowers is paramount. Yes. Get ready to put your link in because we're going to move over to your video stream okay. one more time. Go ahead and put the link in, if you would, in the chat. Okay. So uh, I'm also going to play this uh, last clip that we have here. Uh, we both were uh, honored at the very end to uh, meet uh, Dave Brush. And I had to. I had it was to, awesome. I had to shout to him. He's looking He's looking all around. Who's, who's, who's talking? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, David. David, I just want to thank you so much. You're welcome. Really appreciate it. Great job. So that's it. So, uh, yeah, we're going to pop 
Uh, did you do that? Uh, not Let's get your, we're going to get your link in there. And you want to go over to the Lido Files uh, YouTube channel. And we're going to be going on for another stretch over there. A lot of the same clips may uh, play again. But here I'm going to put that in. So, is, it, is it right here? Yeah, that's. Is that the one? This is it right here. This is it. Okay, I'm oh. going to put that in right now. Oh, thank you. Into the chat. And then we're going to say goodbye. And it's right here in the chat right now. That's where you want to go at 5 o'clock coming up in about 15 minutes from now. Thank you all very much. Uh, thanks so much for joining in. It's been, uh, again, like I said, it's been a highlight. I think it's been a highlight of my UFO career. And thank you all. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. And don't forget, tomorrow night, I almost forgot, I'm going to premiere the hearing if anyone wants to watch it and go into chat over on the, right here on the YouTube channel. And it's about two hours long or something like that. But anyway, that'll be 8 p.m. tomorrow night, Thursday. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Chris. All right. Yeah. And keep your eyes to the sky.